This is Hope FM. Well, I'm delighted to welcome this morning Dorset's Police Commissioner, uh, David Sidwick, who obviously, apart from that rather important job, is also an expert in board games. And at this time of year, that's a good thing to talk about. So welcome again, David. Oh, it's good to be here. It's nice to be talking about game, games again. We haven't done that for a bit. Uh, no, and as I said, most appropriate time of year, of course, because people are looking for things that they probably want to do indoors this Christmas, given the severity of the virus and the advice not to go wandering out too much. So board games seems an excellent present to shop for. And uh, I believe you've got four games you're going to talk about. Yes, that's right. And what I thought I'd do this time is... Um, we haven't got long before Christmas now, and so you've probably made some quite big purchases for your loved ones. So what I thought I'd do is talk about some stocking filler-type games. Sounds good. Um, and what I've done is I've checked they're all available on uh, on the internet, uh, uh, so they're, 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 they're easy to get. Um, other places are available, of course. <laughs> um, uh, and, and I thought that these, these are the sorts of games which uh, they're... Some of them are like Monopoly, so it can can get a little bit intense. Uh, the games are very cooperative. They're more about uh, winning. Uh, but we've also got one which is a, a little bit more cooperative, if that makes sense. No, it sounds great. So the first one is one which I think probably a lot of people may have heard of. But actually, if you haven't got a copy, then, then I do recommend it. And that's something called Exploding Kittens. Right. So this is basically a card game. It is Russian Russian roulette by another name. So basically, you have a set of cards, and within those cards, most of them are basically help you. They help you stop exploding. So what you do is you're trying to avoid a card with an exploding kitten on it. And in order to do that, you have a number of other cards. So you have cards which can go skip which means that you won't pick up the exploding kitten card. You've got cards which shuffle the pile, which means that you may shuffle an exploding kitten away from you. <laughs> uh, you've got cards which allow you to see the future in the card deck. So you can have a quick look, and if in the next five cards there's an exploding kitten, you can play other cards to avoid it. So it is, it is basically a card game where you are trying to avoid exploding and you're trying to get everybody else to explode. Uh, <laughs> cards which all look like cats, but the one you don't want is a kitten. So, for example, if you can find two cats the same into your hand, such as two beard cats, for example, then you can play them, which allows you to pick another player and steal a random card from their hand. So basically, there's a number of things you can do in order to avoid getting an exploding kitten. Now, why is this fun? Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's fun because it, it gives you all the family dynamics. You know, you're, you're sitting there and uh, you know, your, your son might be there who is desperate for you to blow up. Um, so it's got all the fun and games in Monopoly, if you like, of trying to get people to, people to, um, uh, to land on your properties. But it's actually in a microcosm. The game takes about half an hour to play. It is good fun, though I just be a bit careful you don't play it with people who really, really hate you. How many sort of people would you involve in the game, do you think? Well, it's between two and five. You have to play it slightly different if you play the two-player in, in, in variant. 
you have to put a few more diffuse cards in the in the deck. Otherwise, you, you blow up very quickly. But, uh, you know, five is a really good number for it. Right. Sounds good. And um, typically, how much would it cost? Uh, it's £10 if you buy the basic game. Uh, over the years, it's had other sort of expansion sets um, added to it. So you can go on Amazon and buy a all singing, all dancing, full luxury version, which is £25. Um, but I, I'd recommend getting the basic one. That's, that's really, really good fun anyway. Okay, that's first game, Exploding Kitten. Sounds really intriguing. Uh, second game? <laughs> the second game is, is one which... It's almost a sign of the times at this moment, at the moment in, uh, in our history, isn't it? It's called Groom. This is a card game. It's quite an interesting card game because it's printed on transparent plastic cards. So as you lay a card on top of a card, it changes it underneath, but you can still see through to what the original card was, if that makes sense. Yeah. Now, what gloom is, is it's basically a place. It's a sad and benighted place, a place where the sky is grey, the tea is cold, there's a new tragedy around every corner. Things are just awful, right? Now, your job is you have a family of misfits. (laughs) So you've got four cards laid out in front of you, all from the same family. And your job is to make your character suffer the greatest tragedy possible. Uh, before they pass away. So you're trying to make your characters um, uh, not enjoy life, and you're trying to make everybody else's characters as happy as possible. And to do that, you play different cards. So, for example, you might have a card which is, which is a marriage. So you would play that on your opposition's cards uh, in order to make them happier. So what you're trying to do is get the lowest possible family value for your cards. You're trying to make yours as miserable as possible and everybody else is happy. (laughs) And uh, again, it's a little bit like um, Exploding Kittens. There is a certain amount of, oh, why did you do that to me? That was really wrong. I'm going to get you back in a minute with something worse. So it's a a competitive game. Um, it's, it's, It's got lots of giggles in it. Uh, the cards themselves are very innovative. They're very clever because of this transparency. And obviously, the the piece that you're trying to do is you're trying to get your family members to be sad. When you think they're at their saddest, then you would play a rest in peace card on your family. Right. And so the person is the person who wins with the lowest family value at the end. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to get everybody else to basically uh, be extremely happy. So when they shuffle off their mental calls, they're in a much happier place. It's an interesting game. It's lots of fun to play because of the uh, interactions between you and the other people that play, play on it. Yeah, I can see that one being very competitive, to say the least. Uh, so again, is this a sort of game for around five family type? Yeah, exactly that. And it's slightly more expensive. It's £22.86. Sorry, sorry, it's actually four players. Right, OK. Uh, you can buy later expansions which add another player. So you can go up to seven if you buy the expansions. David, we're going to be looking at another two games. So what are the final two games? So the first one is called Deep Sea Adventure. Uh, basically, you're a group of explorers. You're hoping to get rich quick. So you're trying to recover treasures from undersea ruins. 
uh, slight problem in that you're all poor explorers and you're all rivals, but your budget has forced you to basically share a submarine. So you have a single rented submarine and you've all got to share the air in the submarine. If you run out of air, then you're going to drop all your treasure. So what the game is about, it's a game from leaving the submarine, collecting as much treasure as possible, and getting back to it. So this is a uh, small game. It's in a box about three and a half inches by about two and a half inches. That's small. It is. It's a tiny game. It is £12.99. In that box, you get a submarine. You get six explorers. You get two special dice. And you get a number of ruins chips and blank chips. So what you effectively construct is you construct below the submarine four levels of ruins with the chips. And then what you do is you basically work your explorer down those ruins. So you can do a number of things. You can uh, roll the dice and advance your explorer down the ruins. Then you can either do nothing or you can search and pick up a ruins chip. On the back of the ruins chip, there will be a value. So that's what you're trying to get back to the submarine. But here's the kicker, right? If you don't make it back to the submarine, then what you do is you take the number of chips you are holding and you reduce the air in the submarine. So this really is um, what's called a push-your-luck game. (laughs) Uh, you can decide how far you're going down the ruins and whether you've got chance to get back. It may be that you push it too far. But, of course, everybody's going to be mad at you because all the time you're trying to get back and you haven't got back yet, the number of chips you've got is reducing the air in the submarine. Sounds it's quite a, a very, gamble. It is. There's quite an element of cooperation. But at the same time, what you're trying to do is basically get as much ruins back for you as possible. Um, there's basically three rounds to the game, and the only thing I'd say is um, don't go down too deep too quickly. Sounds good advice. You'll never get back. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a game I had wanted to get for ages, um, but always sort of shied away because I thought, well, it's only little, it's only £12, but we've, we, we as a family have had quite a bit of fun uh, with it and sort of arguing about you know, what the right tactics are, whether we should go down further and all the rest of it. It's a, it's a good little game. And your final game? The final game, the one that has won awards, the one which is probably the most sold out of all the games I've spoken about uh, on, this, on this call, is one called Japur. So this is a two-player game. You're one of the most powerful traders uh, in Japur, um, but you basically want to be the best merchant there is. So it's a fast-paced card game. It's a blend of tactics, risk, and luck. On your turn, you can either take cards or sell cards. So if I, if I describe the setup, what you've got is you've got, um, you've got a number of cards in your hand. You have a card deck, and you have laid out beside the card deck three camel cards and some goods cards. So there are a number of goods that you can buy. You can buy diamonds, you can buy gold, silver, cough, spice, and leather, and they have different values. Obviously, the diamonds are worth more, um, and the leather is, is worth the least. So what you're doing is on your go, you either take cards which are exposed, 
or you sell cards. If you sell cards, then you can take a token. So for the diamonds, you can take a diamond token. What you're trying to obviously do is get as many tokens as possible. And you can also get bonus tokens. But here's the thing. You can also take camels. And there's a special token for the person who has the most camels at the end. So it's a clever clever little game. You're having to choose what you're taking each time because you're trying to make sets. You can get the tokens by putting down three or more of the same cards. So it's, it's a, little bit like, a little bit like Rummy. You're trying to make sets, sets of cards. But you're also trying to uh, take the decision whether you're going to take the camels or not. Uh, it's played over three rounds. The winner of each round gets a seal of excellence. <laughs> and at the end of the three rounds, whoever's got most of those basically is the winner. Uh, it's a, a beautifully crafted, crafted game, both with the tokens and the cards. Very brightly coloured. It feels nice to play. So, David, before we let you go, do you want to do a rundown of all the four games and how much they cost? I certainly will. So you've got two, two competitive games, ones, with, ones which might provoke an argument, if you, if you like that sort of thing. And that was Exploding Kittens, which was £10. Then there was Gloom, which was £22.86. You've got the uh, Deep Sea Adventure, which is more cooperative, which is twelve ninety nine. And then you've got the two-player trading game, which is Japur, which is 1955. And if I was to ask you personally, which is your favourite game? Out of those four? Yeah. Out of those four, I'd go for Japur. Nice to have a recommendation. That one's only for two players, though. If you, if you were to recommend one for five players, it'd be Exploding Kittens. This is Hope FM.